0: Lana likes to compartmentalize information. So you'll get, so this podcast ended up itself so, Like she told me that she was doing the podcast. And I think I mentioned this in the episode that we did before, but she had named the podcast, came up with the theme and how it was going to go. And I didn't find out until it was time to do my episode. And I was like, you did all this already? Like I thought that I was going to be with you for the ride, but I guess, <laughs> I guess I'll just meet you at the destination.
1: welcome to whiskey and lemon i'm your host lana mercedes joined by our guest spencer taylor my friend of like what are we at 10 years now
0: we're way past 10 years
1: are we how are we past 10 years
0: we met in 2012
1: so we're at 11 huh. oh so you i see i don't know the exact year i know it, i know i lived i had a roommate at the time i guess i mentioned 2012 and then 2013 is like The last half of
0: 2013. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense. I was home for a while. I just got out of the military. And then I was hanging out with some of my old friends from high school. And I think shortly after that, I started going to go work out with, you know, my brothers in the group.
1: Yeah. Okay. That makes sense because I remember when I was moving, is when I wasn't, we weren't actually hiking. Because I Mm -hmm. wouldn't have been traveling from like Santa Monica doing all that. So I remember I was in Montebello, which is still like a good hour drive. We were really hustling at that time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was coming from the Valley too. So it was not a short drive to get there at 9 a.m. every morning.
1: And we were out till like two.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Just
1: going hard. Like it was like, let's go hike. Let's have a quick wrap. And then like we're going to 24-hour fitness for another two hours. Like by the time I'm getting up, we got like three more hours of, of like sunlight
0: most definitely and then chill out for a little bit and maybe meet up at the club later
1: yes even like during the week somehow and then we would still get up the next morning at nine to go hit to go hit runyon so
0: like like clockwork
1: um to get this thing started i want to first ask what's your mental health score right now like if we're if we're going from like a one to ten
0: that's a really good question question actually this is I'm sure you know, like this past year has been super difficult for me. I've had a lot of loss, Um, but I feel like I am definitely in a much better space than I was last year. Mm -hmm. I will put my mental health score probably at a six. We're still working. We still got a lot of work to do, but it's not as debilitating as it was in 2022.
1: Good. Yeah. And I, and I have noticed that as your friend, like I feel like you're in a better place. And as we know, like things are, like things ebb and flow. Right. So it's like, you could be a six right now. You could have been a four this morning. You could be a eight tonight. Like things are always changing.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think since starting this episode right now, I'm probably like at a seven. It feels good.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. This seven, exactly seven, maybe need. eight.
0: It's the end of the week. You know, it's Friday. Like, <laughs> Oh Work is done for the week. I get to enjoy my weekend. So yeah, we're looking at seven, eight right now.
1: I feel like we're very aligned because I was going to give my mental health score as a seven. And then you reminded me that work is done for the week. And I think I'm also now at an eight. So I feel like you like we're just feeding off of each other right now. It's great. 100%. Um, before I move on to... Well, actually, I want to kind of go back. So we're talking about mental health scores. But I I remember we talked about this when I had you on the very first episode of the podcast. And we were talking about full circle moments and like things that we kind of wanted to do and kind of put it off and kind of came back to it. But are there things that you're doing right now that you could maybe go back? Because this was end of 2020, right? So we're still in like the early stages of the pandemic when we first recorded. And it was a major struggle for all of us. So you feel like there's some things that you can kind of see in your life right now that you can give like some words of wisdom to Spencer at that time that would have helped you a lot better than maybe you were able to do at that time you get what i'm saying uh, i question with all i get the what you're saying you know what i mean
0: <laughs> no i know what you mean uh some advice that i would give to spencer way back in 2020 is you don't know how difficult this next year is going to be it's right now at the time i think COVID was still very new it seemed like it was going to be a temporary moment. Yeah. Um but it lasted longer than any of us ever expected. And I really struggled with like being stuck inside. Um, My work at the time was very demanding. Um, I had just become like a team lead at work. So I was planning um, projects and doing a little bit like people management. And that in conjunction with the pandemic made it really difficult to Navigate it all. Right. So the advice that I would give to myself is like, don't worry about everything that's going on around you right now. Stay connected to the people around you. Make sure you're checking in with people and just know that eventually this difficult time will end and you're going to be all right on the other side of it. No matter how bad it gets. Yeah. You're going to be okay.
1: Yeah. Because any struggles that you had even before that you overcame, right? Like that's how we're continuing to have conversations. Any struggles we've had in order for us to talk about them, that means we overcame them.
0: 100%. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think that's great advice because I, like you said, we had no idea what it was going to look like. Um, I remember I had just saw my family like a week before we shut down for COVID and we kind of like already had that feeling like, oh, like, things are about to happen in LA, you know, like we're about to have like the Marshals out, like everything's about to be crazy right now. And I remember like, for the sake of privacy, because he did not ask to, you know, be on a podcast, we're just gonna refer to my boyfriend as Al. You remember that nickname.
0: (laughs) I remember the name.
1: Yeah, so like, I remember when that first happened, like, we didn't see each other for two months. Like, we had never actually lived in a pandemic before. We don't know what the hell is going on. (laughs) So to be able to, like, say that. What are
0: the rules of engagement for pandemic (laughs) dating?
1: Yeah, exactly. And then also, like, what we think are the great rules, we're seeing other people not follow. So then it's like, all that stuff starts happening. It gets tied in with politics. Like everything was just completely different than we had ever experienced it on top of other personal things that we have to deal with in our lives, right? So it's Most like, definitely. we we can have some struggles that may not be the ones we expected, but then to add a pandemic on top of that, it's like, you can't relate this to any other situation that you've been through.
0: Most definitely. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I have a pandemic question for you. Did you yeah. hop onto the toilet paper craze? Were you out there trying to get toilet paper?
1: <laughs> um what do you consider the craze? Like and because I know what some of the crazes look like, but what do you consider to be like that step?
0: I will show you, I will tell you what the craze was like in San Francisco. Okay. There was a two-hour line to get into Costco.
1: Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Already I <laughs>
0: wasn't. I wasn't at Costco for toilet paper. I was there for like supplies. Like I wanted food and snacks because I didn't want to keep coming out here. Yeah. Uh, but other people were. I'm talking about a Costco cart. They are much bigger than regular carts. But they have like four or five, like twenty four packs of Charmin uh, Ultra Strong. I don't know why you needed that much toilet paper ever in life. One giant pack of Charmin lasts me and my roommate at the time a year and a half, easy.
1: People are not going down. No. (laughs) First of all, I did not have a Costco card. Um... I was on the like order all your groceries thing. And I wasn't even trying to go out the house because I knew how crazy people were getting. And I didn't want to get like, you know, elbowed on the face. be Like she's got my last toilet paper. Like I didn't want to deal with any of that. So I actually, I think it was like CopyMax or something. Some random ass store you wouldn't think had toilet paper started selling Mm -hmm. toilet paper because of the craze. So I would just order my toilet paper from there and I never had a problem. Like they were always in stock. And I'm like, nobody's going to ever look at like, it was like OfficeMax or something. Like no one's ever going to look there for toilet paper. So that was good but I was buying like one at a time. Like I'm not buying, like, I don't need a year's supply. I would have like a month's supply, which is probably what I do anyway.
0: Yeah. I mean that definitely, that is a reasonable amount of toilet paper to ever own.
1: Yes. (laughs) Cause I'm like, I'm like, just if we all do what we normally do, we'll be okay. But once people are buying like, you know, a year's worth, like that's when it starts affecting everybody and start, people start losing their mind. That's just, Do the norm. We're all worried if we just stick to what we're used to doing, like we will be okay.
0: I just think people are, you know, sort of they have a predisposition to panicking. When other people panic, everybody starts to panic. Oh, yeah. I've always been that person in a room in a very like high stakes situation. Like maybe you're at the club and there's like a fight or something breaks out and everybody needs to run. I'm like, not i'm not running one i'm probably already near the door anyway but
1: <laughs> <Especially>, i'm not <laughs> i'm not with the shit
0: <laughs> yes i've already peaked that this situation was going to go down so i'm already near the exit but yes. i'm not gonna like trample anybody on the way out so yeah
1: and i feel like that is how we have remained friends for as long as we have <laughs> i remember being in high school whether it be fights after school and everybody's like oh such and such and such and such but i the fight i'm like i gotta get to work like you guys go over there in the crowd, like this is gonna make it a lot easier for me to get out the parking lot. Now with you guys all the way over here, like, I'm not, I'm not involved. I don't want to be in it. I don't want to. be had that, had,
0: A lot of had that old soul of high school. It's like, I got a job. I don't have time for this. Yes, thank you. <laughs> this fight is not gonna pay my bills.
1: Right. Exactly. As we get started in the episode, I want to make sure that we kind of go back to how we did things in the first episode. So obviously you're my guest here, but you're also a co-host with me. So we're going to just go through this like we used, like we did back in the day and like just, you know, kind of get a little nostalgic with it. But I'm hoping that you can just, you know, bring up any topics that you want to bring to the table as well.
0: Most definitely. I am happy to put the co-host hat on. Uh, I think it's actually really interesting because... Before you started this podcast, we had made plans to do a podcast together, Mm
2: -hmm. but
0: I ended up having to leave LA, you know, for mental health reasons and get my life together. So, but I'm, I have always been a fan of you and this work you're doing, but yeah, I'm happy to throw the co-host hat on. So as you have,
1: you've been, yeah, you've been very supportive of my podcast. So I appreciate that. And I was going to say, I remember when you had to move and I was I was sad, obviously, because you're my friend. I'm like, not upset, but just sad because obviously I wanted to do the podcast with you. But at the same time, it's like, what friend? What kind of friend would I be not to be like, okay, I get it. Like you, you obviously have mental health stuff that you need to deal with. I would never say like, put that to the side. We got to do a podcast together, you know? But I feel like you have... Continue to support me and my podcast, and yeah, it's crazy. Like episode one hundred already. It sounds, it seems, episode it's weird 100. because I feel like I've been doing it for so long. It already, it would be like two and a half years, but at the same time, I don't feel like I've done a hundred episodes.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say to stay committed to a podcast for two and a half years, like that is definitely an accomplishment and some dedication. Um, and yeah. and for you to make it to episode one hundred and then to bring me back like full circle, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh but like okay. if he does
1: not expect me to reach out for this episode he does not really know me did you not think i was going to reach out for episode 100 what
0: i i had no idea and i definitely cleared my schedule i was like this is the most important thing on my calendar today so let's get it out the way all right let me ask you a question then so what yeah. new media are you consuming like what shows are you watching are you reading any books we should know about yeah share
1: ooh um shows i'd actually i've been on like a mini series kick lately uh just cuz it's easier for me to consume so actually one that i will mention that is not a mini series that i watched last year and you will probably be pretty surprised by this if you didn't see me posting about it on my story but i had binged the office. I had never watched the office.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I was just, I thought kinda... that,
0: go ahead. I was going to say, I thought that would have been right up your alley because you know, you're one of your favorite TV shows is friends. So mm-hmm. another ensemble show, like I thought you would have seen it all already.
1: Yeah. I think it's because like, and I, I, I kind of still stand by this. I don't think it's a show for me personally that I could just randomly watch an episode in the middle. If I don't have the backstory. But I also that think it's sense. important to watch the backstory like it kind of it adds to the office if you don't know the backstory, it's, you're not going to like appreciate it as much. So I would kind of see it here and there. And then I remember trying to watch it from the beginning and I got to like three episodes and I'm just like, eh. but like also I was mad busy and like I couldn't really focus on it. And mm-hmm. then um, I would say, yeah, it was last summer. And I just got a lot of things kind of like figured out. Like that's when I had already decided I was moving. I just had a lot of things already in place. And then I sat and watched it. And like I, I think the show was hilarious. At the time before I watched it, I just thought, like, this doesn't, I don't get the hype. But then once I watched it from the beginning, it was it was amazing. But um that one that one's already like going on a year in the past. But recently I just finished watching Beef. Do you know about Ooh, Beef?
0: how was that? I know about it, but I haven't watched it yet. Tell me about it.
1: Beef is, um, okay, remind me her name, the comedian, because I remember we watched the comedian. Ali Wong. Ali Wong. Allie I can't Wong. Wait to say Amy because her name's Amy on the show. Okay, Ali Wong. It's, she's hilarious. Ali Wong, I'm so bad with names. And then the guy, he's from, I know he's from The Walking Dead, which I've never watched, but I know he's from that.
0: Yeah, he's from The Walking Dead, and I only know his name as the character in The Walking Dead.
1: I'm actually going to look it up right Isn't now. Is it Steven Yeun? yes there we go yeah yeah yeah
0: Ooh, don't good for trivia watch out
1: <laughs> so i just i thought it was great like i didn't know what it was gonna be like It's it's funny but at the same time it's just like without giving too much away it kind of it kind of reminds you of like a more real life final destination type of thing like just in the mm. sense of like how little things can kind of trickle throughout life you know what i mean like one thing can kind of create this domino effect. Um, oh so it's
0: like a like a snowball effect
1: yeah but it was it was way better than i expected it's like it's one of those things where i wouldn't i probably wouldn't put it like say it's a 10 out of 10 but at the same time when you actually think about how they fit all these pieces together like it's pretty up there it's really good um i don't think that they're i don't know if they're it was marketed as a just a one season now they're talking about it might be a second one, but I don't know if that's just rumors or if it's confirmed or anything. I feel like the gotcha. way that it ended is one of, like, if if you're, you have to do a damn good job if you're going to do a season two. Let me put it that way.
0: <laughs> See, I'm a strong believer that some shows don't need a second season. I think one of the biggest, uh, biggest examples of that was Squid Game. Like, I know they left that ending in a way where it's, left room I've for a second season. It. You should definitely well, you should definitely watch it. It okay. is it is kind of triggering. It's it's really dark, but it's such a good show. It's to watch the characters and how they respond to this crazy situation and the conversations that I had about the show when it first came out, like if you were one of these people who ended up in this situation like how would you act like would you be okay with this how would you change and how would you react to the circumstances they found themselves in i thought it was like an interesting thought experiment Um, it would be horrible if it happened in real life but i could definitely still imagine it actually happening in real life yeah
1: okay is it is it a long show
0: 10 episodes
1: Ten episodes. All right. Are we are we gonna have to have you back on just so we can like recap this? Cause now I'm very interested. Like I've heard it's really crazy and that it's triggering. Do you think I actually would like it though?
0: Hmm. I think you would struggle through it, but I think it would be worth it.
1: Okay. Okay. Like I had actually, my aunt told me a couple months back that my grandma watched it or like watched a little bit of it. And I was like, really? And then my aunt had watched it like three times and I'm like, I've heard it's so intense, that I just was very surprised by this information.
0: It is super intense, but you know, I still believe that your grandmother is one of the coldest gangsters that ever lived, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, and the other cold gangster, like my mom just, my mom just texted me.
0: <laughs> oh, Tell your mama to say hello. I, will. I, I I have like that picture of her on the on, on her porch like on her burned into my brain yeah you have oh, like a picture of her
1: about... wait on go ahead which uh, maybe i'm confused
0: i think it's you show me a picture of your mom it's like an old school cool type of photo and that was like the first time i ever said oh your the mom was one... a gangster
1: that one
0: yeah okay yeah.
1: that was uh, okay so she's actually sitting in a hotel in vegas
0: oh that's what it and is
1: there's about. like she's at a table and there's a glass of whiskey yeah i'm yes. not gonna say it. Yes. yes yes i know what you're talking I about i was like ooh. i remember when i told her you saw that picture she's like that was the old me don't show that to people
0: <laughs> that was i was in the life i'm done with that now
1: <laughs> i don't know if she's gonna listen to this she might be like call that out um Uh, yeah so beef was good i'm actually i'm i get pretty behind on some shows so i actually just started watching black mirror i think i'm like the the look of disappointment
0: you're just like you're killing me right now (laughs) but i'm glad you're watching it look i'm just i'm I'm very i'm very glad you're watching it it is shocking that you haven't seen this but also not surprised
1: Yeah, I think it's like when everybody's on the hype. A lot of times when people, when there's a lot of hype around a show, I end up not liking it because I'm just like, okay, this is not what I thought it was going to be. So I kind of, when there is hype, makes me not interested. And when the hype dies down and then someone tells me specifically they think I will like it, someone that knows me, then I give it a shot.
0: That's, see, this is what you got to do. When a show (laughs) comes out, just watch it before the hype starts. Just start watching these shows so that way, you know. Give it a shot. Like what I do is when a new show comes out, I watch maybe the first or second episode. If it if I'm not hooked by it, then, I let it go.
1: I think and, it's because I'm not always looking for like when they first come out. So like I only uh, know about them because the hype starts. You know what I mean?
0: That makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Yeah. Okay. You um know what show I'm surprised you didn't talk about Bel Air.
1: Oh, that was next. <laughs>
0: But okay. go ahead. You go. I didn't mean to preempt you. No, no, no. To no, no, All no. right, so yeah. Lana Lana came down to L.A. a couple <laughs> weeks ago. And I she asked me if I saw this new Bel-Air show. And I was like, what are you talking about? I didn't even realize that they remade the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. But this show is, you know, it's new characters. It's like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air for a new generation. It's not a sitcom. It's more like a drama. and. Me up. honestly from the moment that the first episode started it's so different from the original that like i was a little upset about like the characterization but as i started to watch the show i was like no nah, this is actually kind of dope because it's more realistic now it's not just about being funny um like carlton's character is not just some corny dude that grew up in a white neighborhood he's like a a, a young black man like it from an affluent family who understands that he's a rich black kid in a predominantly white neighborhood, and he he embraces that in all of the darkness that comes with that. And his yeah. character growth is insane. Like from where he is when you first start the season to where he is like towards the end, um, it was it was a wild ride. I highly suggest that show.
1: See, Thank you, Lana,
0: you... for the rack.
1: <laughs> yeah. See you actually. You had made a comparison that I feel like was perfect too, when we had started that. well, I had already watched it, and then I was there when you had started the show. but
2: mm-hmm.
1: you made the perfect comparison of Carlton from Fresh Prince of Bel Air had really no idea that he was living a different life from most people, and mm-hmm. Carlton from this new modern like Bel Air is very well aware and doesn't give a shit like. Yes. That is a huge distinction yes. between them two. So when you are like fully aware of that, that character development really is like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's wild, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then a couple of other shows, like they're pretty, pretty much all of them are like miniseries. Bel Air obviously is not a miniseries, but I don't know if you've seen Made. No, I Made's don't. really good. I think it's it's either it's between eight and ten episodes that one's really really good and it's basically just about this young mom and the kind of struggles with like the system like she needs to this is not really a spoiler because it happens in the first like five minutes but it's basically her needing to get a job to support her and her kid and in order to get this job she needs daycare and then the 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 system is like, oh well, in order for you to get daycare, you have to have a job. But she's like, well, I can't go on interviews and start this job unless you give me daycare. And it's just like this yeah. vicious cycle. And then it's kind of cool because in the beginning, it kind of shows like this is how much money she has and how much this stuff costs. And like now, I need gas and I have like three dollars left, you know. Um, wow. But it, it's an incredible show. I'm actually, I might actually watch it again. Um,
0: okay, I add and that then to the list.
1: Two other ones that I'll mention is Candy and Dropout. You know those.
0: I don't know about either of those. Ooh, why you not know, out here watching these? <laughs> she out, she ahead of the curve. You yeah, know,
1: I love the miniseries. So Candy is with Jessica Beale mm-hmm. and it is about a a murder. It's only five episodes. And it takes okay. place in the oh, I want to say the 70s, but I, I'm probably so wrong. Um
2: it takes place in
1: oh yeah i think it is the 70s yes but it's with jessica bill she's a fantastic job and then the other one is dropout which is with what is her name i forget her name okay um it's okay i'm I'm trying to i'm trying to remember i'm trying to use my memory but go ahead
0: I do have some questions about Jessica Biel in, uh, what's the name of the show again? Candy. Candy.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: is this like a a dark series? Like, Because I don't know if you've seen Jessica Biel in The Sinner, but that I show is also about a murder. And me and my roommate Greg, who you've missed on several occasions. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we watched the first episode of The Sinner. We never watched that show again. It was, it was probably like the hardest episode of TV, I think I've ever watched. And The oh. Center got three seasons. I can't watch that show. <laughs> it's too, it's too difficult.
1: Um I would say it's about a murder. Okay. I wouldn't really say it it, it I wouldn't say it's dark. I would say there it kind of goes, what, what is it called again? You know, it kind of goes to like future, then it shows the past um so
0: it's uh i don't really know what those shows are called but i get what you're saying
1: yeah and so you already kind of know from the jump like what actually transpired and it's just kind of showing things that led up to it as far as visuals go it only really gets graphic in the final episode there is there is a scene in the final episode that i have turned down and i Actually, I'm sorry, I haven't muted and I look away and I just know when it's over because you can tell out of like your peripheral that it's done. There's just like there's one scene in there that I it was just a lot for me. It may not be a lot for a lot of people, but um
0: yeah, yeah.
1: it's it's based off a true story. It's it's very interesting. Okay. Um I th-
0: That sounds actually pretty interesting. I'll tell you a little bit more about the center though. Yeah. So in the center, it's the same deal. You know what happened. Like Okay. You know that the murder happened, and you know that Jessica Biel's character did it. What you don't know is why she did it. And so, like, the whole show is supposed to, like, and I've only watched the first episode. But I'm assuming the whole rest of the season is all about, like, why she ended up doing this thing. But the murder was just, like, it was crazy. It was It was crazy. And then this detective who is investigating the murder also has some stuff going on and yeah it was just it was a weird show it was a weird first episode maybe i'll go back and watch it but it was tough
1: this sounds i was actually looking it up right now because it actually sounds a lot a lot like candy and i just wanted to make sure that it's not based off that same story it doesn't look like it is though but it sounds yeah yeah, it's not the same but it sounds crazy similar um amanda seyfried is the person i was trying to remember oh okay.
0: she
1: plays um elizabeth
0: holmes
1: oh yeah
0: yes did you just hear there's actually some news just came out about her she was supposed to start her uh prison sentence today but she got a last minute appeal in
1: oh i knew she was supposed to start today i didn't hear about the appeal what yeah
0: um yeah so she was supposed to go to prison today she said nah i'm not gonna do that here's an appeal and i'm staying out here free so yeah she's she's not going to jail yet
1: I did not hear that though. I am not surprised. Um, that is, that is very unfortunate. (laughs) Uh, I actually, again, me being under a rock did not know the full extent of that situation until I watched Mm. the dropout. And so it was kind of cool to watch it play out in that show. And Amanda Seyfried did a fantastic job, in my opinion. Um, the whole voice situation that she does, like Amanda has got that down like down down, scary down yeah
0: Uh, oh interesting story when we lived in san francisco greg went to a party like his friend's party you just told me about this when i was in la was was there and like it was shortly after all of this had just happened and he was like what is she doing at like a rooftop party (laughs) after she's you know, been cited for like fraud. It's yeah. crazy.
1: Like she's not out here passing out needles and stuff, is she? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? No, I'm not, we're not interested.
0: I um, also find it very interesting that Elizabeth Holmes could just be like, "No, I'm not going to jail today. I'm sorry, I have. I'm right. going to delay that."
1: Nah, I'm actually I have travel plans. We could we could pick up on this later. No, uh,
0: I just got back from Coachella and I need to detox, so I'm not going to jail. I'm sorry.
1: I'm not with it. Um, are there any other shows that you're watching?
0: Shows that you I
1: recently
0: am watched, I recently started watching the mayor of Kingstown. It mm-hmm. is a show. Jeremy Renner is the star. And so him and his brother, they run like a consultant business, but basically what they do is his brother is known as the, the mayor of Kingstown and the mm-hmm. mayor is the central point of contact between like the police the corrections officers and the gangs so in order to maintain the peace he handles all of these situations like if the between the police and these gangs so that there's not like all-out war and in the show jeremy renner's brother is robbed by a gang member and ends up like murdered in his office and so now he has to take over as the mayor of kingstown But he has like a totally different style than his brother did and they have like a a third brother who's like in he's a detective in the police Mm -hmm. and it's just it's been a really interesting just journey just watching all of these all of these relationships that you wouldn't normally expect like jeremy renner's character spends a lot of time like in the front yard of the projects like hanging out with the with the leader of the Crips uh just having like real philosophical conversations and yeah, it's, it's it's been it's been a really interesting ride I'm only about halfway through the season but it's been really good
1: I'm adding that to my uh list over here okay there we go what about um movies have you seen any interesting movies lately
0: huh. interesting movies lately. No, but I really want to go see Air, which is about Nike and signing Michael Jordan. That's a movie that I definitely want to go see. Mm-hmm. Um, the last movie I think I actually saw was... No, I skipped
2: Ant-Man. Hold on, I gotta go look. I gotta go look. I actually have a movie recommendation for you that I think you would like. Tell me about it the call that's a korean film no tell me about it oh yes um
1: without the best without way giving to it away okay yes there are two women living in two different years and they
2: connect with each other over the phone
0: so there's a there's a time gap yes they're like i'm assuming there's decades apart
1: I'm not going to tell you how okay. much time, but, but yeah. But so it,
0: it's like the notebook, but except with a phone. And I'm I'm sure the story is different. It's not a romance, but yeah, that's that's it's what it's It's definitely just not it. a
1: romance. It's
0: uh or it's no, no, not the notebook, th- the lake house is the one I'm thinking of.
1: Oh, okay. That's so what I'm like. I remember seeing the notebook back in the day, but I don't remember that part, but maybe I'm just it wasn't really my thing either. Um, yeah. yes, it it's a thriller.
0: Oh, okay. You have me a thriller. I'm down. Writing it down.
1: I, it wasn't what I thought it was going. So there is it's um it's dubbed just so that you're aware in case you don't like that. But um, it's not what I expected it to be. But it's so much better than I expected it to be. Like it's 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 really good.
0: That's the mark of a good thriller. Yeah. Um, I so the last movie I did go see was Creed Three, which I did enjoy i wouldn't really call it a boxing movie but it was a movie that had boxing in it it was a good movie but then you know jonathan majors got into all that trouble mm-hmm. and <laughs> so i don't know if i could like it still i mean mm-hmm. i thought it was a good story but you mm-hmm.
1: know
0: yeah yeah
1: because you said creed I first i thought you said Creed. you know what Creed is no
0: creed creed yeah. with michael b jordan and jonathan majors yeah. do you know about creed what is Creed?
1: Creep. Like you creep on somebody
0: no, what is creep Ooh,
1: creep is creep is intense the creep creep is a thriller also, but it's crazy good it's uh some serial killer action going on there's There's two already out, and I think they're working on the third one
0: well, I don't know, actually this is something i I didn't think I was aware about you, but you seem to like thrillers
1: oh, I love thrillers. I'm not like a like a horror in the sense of like I oh, don't like. Oh, I'm not a
0: horror. No. Yeah,
1: I'm not trying to get into like the gory type stuff. But I love like a suspenseful psychological um, thriller. Yeah, like I I that used to say like I like dramas, gets... but I feel like drama yeah. is more so when it's like in maybe a show because sometimes a drama in a film could be a little bit too slow for me. Like right. I'm not heavy on the dialogue because I just need not that I need a lot of action, but. What's that yeah. one movie called Gerald's Game? I can't. Ooh,
2: no, like, can't I know it.
1: it's a it's a popular one. It's just like all the talking. I just I need a little more. Like they're in the same I room. I can't take
0: it. I'll tell you my like favorite psychological thriller in recent years: uh, Gone Girl with Ben Affleck and Rosamund Pike. Oh
1: yes, Gone Whoa. Girl. Yes,
0: I, that twist. I was like, what? Oh yes, what?
1: <laughs> so good. <laughs>
0: Uh, I, I was not expecting that at all. Uh, it threw me. I
1: it's think crazy. I just watched that again, like just like six months ago. It's, yes, never fails. Never fails me. Um, missing? Do you know about Missing?
0: No, I haven't seen Missing.
1: Have you heard of Searching?
0: I have heard of Searching. Okay. Oh, wait, Missing is the one with, uh, is Nia Long, right?
1: Nia Long, yeah. So yeah. it's the same. It's a, a Sev Ohanian and... Anish Anish Chaganti, and they're searching. They did searching, and they did missing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's one I wanted to see, so it was good. You, you, it was good. Rated high. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Check it out. It was good.
1: I really All wanted right. to see that because I watched Searching, and it was it was really good.
0: That's awesome. All right, Lana, we've been on movies and entertainment for a while. I think it's time that we move a little bit, a little bit down down the road.
1: Uh oh. What are we doing?
0: Are you ready for the next section?
1: I don't know.
0: <laughs> We're going to test our friendship. You, uh-oh. We're going to okay. see how well we know each other. Yeah, And I think the best way to figure out how well we know each other is a little game called Two Truths and a Lie.
1: Oh, I'm ready. Let's do this.
0: All right. All right. I will start. Okay. Yeah, actually, let's start with what's the most annoying thing the other person does? And Ooh. I'll start.
1: Oh, <laughs> like he's like, I got one already.
0: Yeah, I'm ready. So <laughs> one thing you have to know about Lana is I already
1: know what you're about to say. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So Lana likes to compartmentalize information. So you'll get so this podcast in and of itself, like she told me that she was doing the podcast. And I think I mentioned this in the episode that we did before, but she had named the podcast, came up with the theme and how it was going to go. And I didn't find out until it was time to do my episode. And I was like, you did all this already? Like, I thought that I was going to be with you for the ride. But I guess <laughs> I guess I'll just meet you at the destination.
1: <laughs> OK, that is not what I thought you were going to say.
0: What did you think I was going to say?
1: I almost don't want to tell you, but I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what yours is. And then I I feel like it's going to make you know you're going to have another one for me.
0: Okay. Got you.
1: Go ahead. <laughs> you are one of those. And I'm so curious to know if you do this at work. Cause I feel like it drives me nuts when people do this, that I work with. Mm-hmm. I will text you.
0: Oh God. I already know where this is going.
1: I will text you three questions. You'll pick which one you want to answer. And I'm sitting there on the edge of my seat, like, we go get the other <laughs> I'll say something like, okay, Spencer, we're going to this party. Where is it? What time? Who's picking up who? Yeah, yeah. I'll pick you up. <laughs>
2: I'm
1: like, what?
2: Okay, okay. There's and a reason. And then I'm waiting
1: and I'm right. like, oh, more information's coming. And then 20 minutes later, i would be like, yo, so...
0: So I, I have a reason why I do this. OK, so normally what's happening is I am answering the last question because that is the question that is the freshest in my mind. But then I, you know, sometimes I have the attention span of a goldfish. So I my plan was to answer the other two questions like in reverse order. But either something caught my attention out in the real world and I just forget to come back and answer the other two questions. So I apologize. I could get, I see how that would be very annoying.
1: <laughs> but I think I've known you long enough now where I'm like, he's just because he, he, I'll tell you sometimes, like Spencer, yeah. I need the other two answers. You're like, what are you talking about? And then I'll, I'll wait and I'll see the bubbles pop up. You'll be like, oh, <laughs> Glendale, 2 p.m. I'm like, thank you. There we go.
0: OK. And it does inform me of what also I find annoying is that you'll ask a question and I might respond (laughs) maybe 30 minutes later. And if I don't reference the question in my answer, you'll be like, what are you talking about, Spencer? Just look up one text. You just got to look up one text and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about
1: oh my god that actually oh. th- the best part is that's not even the one i thought you were gonna say <laughs> oh.
0: then i don't know what that is but i those was are, waiting those are for you to two. say
1: that i like i like to set up the suspense i think that's what you call oh. <laughs> yes that, that is one true. time you just went in in the text you were like look next time <laughs>
0: I think you don't do it as often anymore, so it's not. I got called
1: out. I got to be more aware now.
0: (laughs) present in my mind, but yes, yes, you would like text me and you like Spencer, and I'm like, she has a story to tell, but she ain't gonna tell it until I respond to my name. So I'm like, what's up? You won't believe what happened. (laughs) Oh,
1: what's up, mom? Hold on. Um, I'm going to call you back. I'm on, I'm recording a podcast right now. And Spencer said, hello. Spencer.
2: (laughs) Okay. I'll tell him. (laughs) (laughs) She said, who? Oh, hi, Spencer.
0: (laughs) I feel like that's her normal response. She always forgets me for a hot second. Uh, but she, yeah oh, she'll
1: she'll remember things about people so she'll sometimes just forget names like she'll say how's your friend you know the one that was in san francisco that you've known for years used to go work out with and i'm like yes yeah, spencer how's your friend that's in new york like she knows things about them she just forgets the name sometimes
0: i, I totally get that because i'm yeah. not good with names either i'm I'm good with faces though
1: which i kind of yeah. like if the, if you're my friends i kind of prefer that she remembers that part like she's gonna just remember your name and nothing about you you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah, yeah she's she's getting the she's keeping the juicy details in mind.
1: right right the important she's not like that one guy the stranger no <laughs> 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 all right so what do what we we're jumping into this two truths and a lie thing
0: yeah let's get it two truths and a it. lie all right
1: are I'm you gonna go are you going I'm, first i'm gonna go first let's do it mm, i feel like yours are gonna be way it. more intense but this was difficult for me but i got some all right let's go I don't like ketchup. I hate when people pay with exact change. And I didn't get my driver's license until I was 21.
0: Oh, my God. Okay. 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 How um, old oh, do you
2: know me, Smith?
0: I think the lie is that you don't like when people pay with exact change.
1: Final answer?
0: Why are you trying to, you trying to, you trying to shake me out of my answer?
1: I'm just trying to I'm I don't think
0: kidding. I've ever seen you put ketchup on anything. And I know, uh, yeah, yeah, that's my final answer.
1: Yes. I don't care what you pay with. (laughs) We're all here just trying to live. If you can only pay with exact change, do what you got to do. I don't care.
0: Actually, I wasn't even coming at that from like that angle. My whole thought process would be like that you would love when someone pay with exact change. Like, ooh, they pay with exact change?
1: (laughs) That too. Hey, I get it. Yeah. I have I hate when I have a purse like all these changes moving around. Let me get it out of my bag.
0: Yeah, I all feel right. that. All right, my um, turn. Go ahead. You're not ready. You're not ready. Okay. I'm not. Um my first career aspiration was to be a DJ. I joined the Navy without any forethought. I just woke up one day and was like, "Navy." And my last one is I have 14 siblings.
1: The lie is that you have 14 siblings.
0: Oh, look at you. that's right. I got 22.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh, the number has changed. I thought it was 19. No, I thought it was nah,
0: it's No, 22. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yes. I know that you went into the Navy without any, any forethought. And then the other one was the DJ one. I don't, I don't know if I knew that one, but it made sense.
0: Yeah. I don't think I've ever told you that. So I figured like that might throw you. Yeah. All right. We won for one. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> All right. I have four tattoos. I've never gotten a speeding ticket. I've been in the back of a cop car.
0: I think the lie is I have four tattoos. Damn, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm like, you got no tattoos. I yes. don't think I've ever seen that many. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I only have two. You have two? I have just the remember I have one on each foot. I feel like oh, everybody's got Oh, that's right. Yes, on. That's yeah. right. Yeah.
0: I'm like, cause yeah, I haven't okay. All right. 2 mm-hmm. for 2 for 2. Okay. All right. I think I'm going to get you on this one. Uh-oh. All right. All right. I was a ride operator at Six Flags. I sold oil and vinegar and I worked at McDonald's.
1: I know you sold oil and vinegar. That I already know that one.
0: Yeah, stuff ain't it. Mhm.
1: All right. I can't break the cycle. Okay. You were a ride operator at Six Flags. You worked at McDonald's.
2: You got this. You know me.
1: Um, this is tough because I feel like, oh, God. I feel like I'm, I'm making up a story in my head about you being a ride operator at Six Flags.
2: Go with McDonald's,
1: your heart. McDonald's just feels like it's just possible. Anybody could have just worked at McDonald's when they're younger. But I'm going to go with the lie is McDonald's.
0: You're correct. I would, you know, I've always sought out the interesting careers. So yeah, yes. I definitely was going to work at yes. McDonald's.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Um, All right.
0: Two for two on both sides. Who's going yes. to come out on top?
1: Okay. My last one. I brush my teeth three times a day. I volunteered at elementary schools for six years and I've ran four marathons.
2: this
0: one's tough. You do like to run. Um, what was the first one again?
1: I brush my teeth three times a day.
0: That I know to be true. Um, <laughs> what? How does people know this? That I know to, that I know to be true. You said it before. I have? You, yeah, you told me before. Oh, yeah, okay. And also it's just right in line with who you are. Um, <laughs> volunteering at elementary schools. I could see you doing it as like part of being um part of like doing being at college i could definitely see that for you um but you have like this thing where you tell like a half truth so you might have volunteered for the school but did you do it for six years i don't know that seems that seems unreal um lastly what was the last one i'm sorry my short-term memory is i ran for marathons yeah, I know you like to run, but did you run four marathons? And when did you have the time? Because you definitely haven't done it since I've met you. So you would have to do it before. This one's tough, Lana, I got to say. Um,
2: good? Yeah. This one is really tough.
0: I just don't see you running the same marathon over and over again. I don't see that. So I'm going to go with marathons.
1: Oh, you're thinking it's the same marathon? Okay. Final answer.
0: No, I'm thinking. Oh. I'm thinking like you aren't going to run the L.A. marathon four times in a row. Like that. That doesn't. The repeats don't really make sense to me.
1: Okay. Final answer,
0: right? Yeah. Final answer is the marathons.
1: You're correct. <laughs> I, I I have done it twice. I've done L.A. twice, but not four.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. That was scary for a minute. I was I was really concerned. Was the so have you volunteered at elementary schools?
1: Yeah, six, well, yeah. I did it off and on for a total of six years.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's sweet. That's awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, actually, it was my company, um, our employee resource group, Relics of Color. We actually sponsor an elementary school in Oakland. Um, we did. A, we used to go there and oh. uh, volunteer a lot pre-pandemic, and then we did some work uh, virtually, like post-pandemic. But yeah, you know, volunteering with the kids yeah. is important.
1: Yeah, I did it like in high school. I would go to my niece's school. It was like after school programs. And then once I moved to L.A. to go to college, I found some ele- an elementary school there. And then I volunteered for another three years.
0: That's sweet. Oh, one thing you didn't know about me. So um, my first high school, I actually went to this school called Harbor Teacher Preparation Academy. Mm-hmm. and it was exactly what it sounds like it was a school to prepare you to work as a teacher in LA um, I didn't end up going there all four years but I remember in 10th grade we actually had to prepare like a lesson and then go to an elementary school and teach it which was a really uh, cool experience
1: yeah I've yeah, I've actually been a sub in a school actually that was in, in a, at a high school though yeah I was a sub and it's basically like they usually the teachers do their curriculum and then you just go and teach it. Just so happens that when I did it, the teacher didn't do the curriculum. So I was able to still kind of create something. But yeah, that's cool. sweet. I love it. I love working with kids.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Oh, I'm I think I think it's one more. We need one more activity. Wait, so, wait, wait. Don't you wait. have a
1: third um, to a truth and a lie?
0: Oh, oh, my bad. I thought we were done. All right. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Let's get it.
1: I'm nervous, though. I can't break this cycle.
0: (laughs) This one's going to be tough for you, I swear. All right. Uh, I lived in Honolulu, Hawaii. I lived in Sydney,
2: Australia. And I lived in Pensacola, Florida. The lie is Florida. Final answer? Oh, my God. Yes. Uh. The lie was Sydney, Australia.
0: Oh. <laughs> I want to <laughs> wow. live in Sydney, Australia. Wait. But I, I think you're you getting confused another... because I've actually never lived in another country. I've only ever visited. I did a talk in oh. Australia a couple years ago um but I oh maybe and, that's
1: because i know there was something yeah. with australia okay hawaii yeah. was like a no-brainer i already know hawaii but yeah
0: australia is at the top of the list if i ever want to live in another country i think australia is beautiful um it is it has so many like different environments and it made me like fall in love with coffee like all over again the yeah. food's amazing mm-hmm. it was uh i love australia
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I, me getting that one wrong is me manifesting that you will actually live in Australia for a little bit. So.
0: I appreciate that. I appreciate (laughs) that. that I did that on
1: purpose for you, Spencer.
0: (laughs) I I appreciate you falling on your sword. We're both winners, though. At the end of the day, we've had some pretty interesting lives.
1: For sure. For sure.
0: All right. So before, when I thought that two truths and a lie was over. Um. (laughs) We're continuing to see how well we know each other. So, what mm-hmm. I think would be interesting is if we designed each other's dating profiles, hypothetically. <laughs> hypothetically. Um, uh, so I think I think I'll go first. I think I'll go first. I have a. I, have a, I think I have. I've been thinking about this all day. Um, I have a pretty cool envision I feel like when you say
1: let me go first you already have some thoughts and it makes me nervous go ahead (laughs) okay
0: let's go all right cool all right
1: let's
0: get in the right mind state so bam you open up tinder no actually you wouldn't open up tinder you open up mash.com because you're about your business Um, I don't know the
1: difference between india needs but okay
0: it's fine it's fine tinder is for like bs Bullshit. Oh, yeah. yeah and we're in and lana lana's not messing around she's not out here to play games she's no. out here to <laughs> find someone
1: hence my whole journey <laughs> of life
0: yes she's trying to find someone who's on her level and she's not gonna <laughs> find that on tinder with these instagram uh influencers okay so <laughs> all right so we're on match.com your main pick is just like you out in the world out in your element you got a big bright smile maybe there's a cocktail in your hand it's probably a gold rush um
1: oh you know it if you don't <laughs> yeah, know what yeah. a gold rush is you guys have not been listening long enough it is honey whiskey and lemon yes continue maybe you throw me some a go- ginger
0: yeah maybe spice it up a little bit yeah so you got the you got the cocktail in hand you're out here living your best life big bright smile Um, you're just living your best life like you are in your element you can see the vibes like uh, she's fun she knows how to have a great time but she's also just you know exuding confidence your backup photos one of them is like you on set Um, you're just like in your element showing in your element again but like in a more professional setting like you're just handling business Another backup photo is probably like one with your nieces and nephews, so they know that you know family ties are really strong for you. Oh, yeah. And then maybe another pic of you traveling to some country or just somewhere else, just like living life to show that you know you're adventurous. You're out there in these streets, and you get it. Now, the profile description.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: In the profile description, you know, you're talking about your goals, your interests, your aspirations, you know? It's like, I'm going places. There are things that I want to do. There are things that I want to accomplish. And that's what's important to me. And then there are some clear disqualifiers because you ain't got no time for any of this BS. The problem is though, is that hardly anyone ever reads the description because they're too lazy.
1: So all the disqualifiers go still <laughs> try to qualify.
0: Yeah, they'll still try to qualify, even though they disqualify. But what they don't know is the only people who are getting the message back are people who clearly read the description. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's I think that's your uh that's your dating profile.
1: I feel like that is very accurate. And then it'll be one of the disqualifiers at the bottom will say, You didn't read these
0: very clearly If all you all read these other this, ones could be not on get a point back.
1: but if you didn't read these
0: <laughs> yeah if you didn't read any of this we're not a match
1: right okay let me see Spencer your photo because as you were talking about the main photo I already had it in my mind
0: <laughs> okay I you're at a wait.
1: festival Ooh, all you know kinds it. of colors going on you got color rainbow dust in the air you got a drink in each hand
0: yeah, that's true. That's probably true.
1: Yes. And you you got Oh, you know what? I can picture. I think you have some like those circular sunglasses.
0: Oh, I definitely do. They're yes. on they're on, Hold on. Wait a minute. I know <laughs> they're not going to see this, but hold on. I got them oh, on the got, desk. Oh,
1: we can have the picture. Yes. Those glasses right there. Yes, that <laughs> is the picture. Yes. <laughs> okay. And the secondary photos let me see we got you on a mountain we definitely have Mm -hmm. you on a mountain big smile nobody else is around you because like maybe you were out on a hike with a few friends but then you just said Mm -hmm. y'all go that way I'm gonna just I need some alone time I'm gonna step over here and just in my introversion for a minute and be on my own then I'm trying to think what else oh we definitely have to have you cooking something we have to definitely
0: they got to know be, I got the You're going to be up
1: in there in your element, probably holding one of those nice, fancy Japanese knives you have. Like, you're going to be in the element. And you know what? You're going to have one with Nova. Ooh, you're going to have a photo with Nova. Baby Nova. But the main description that you're going to have on your profile is, don't be dependent because I'm independent.
0: Ooh, actually, yes. I need to add it to my profile right now. Because yes. that is exactly what it needs to be
1: yes spencer don't want the clinginess You it's like you know you guys can do things together that is how you, how you you meet someone but you need to know that that person can have their own life and if you decide 100. to go off somewhere on vacation 100. for a week they're not gonna feel like their whole world is over because spencer yeah. is on vacation
0: yeah and that's not to say that i'm not gonna hit you up i'm just not gonna be texting you all day because yes. i'm on vacation
1: Yes, exactly. Because if I wanted to talk to you 24-7, you'd be here right with me. Yes. One
0: hundred. Oh my God, Lana, you know me so well.
1: Oh.
2: We'll cry a little it?
1: bit. You <laughs> got it. It's perfect. Uh oh, and also I think you would be really good about, and I actually heard this on somebody else's podcast. I forgot where but they said that it's always a good thing to ask your closest friends that you know are going to be 100% honest with you. Are there any pictures that are here on my dating profile that are not an accurate representation of what I look like right now? And I feel like you would do that. You're yeah. not going to have a picture on your profile for when you were 21, where people are like, what does he actually look like right now?
0: <laughs> Is it no, 21 on here? Is it
1: 31 on here?
0: <laughs> if you don't think that that's catfishing, you're absolutely wrong. You are, yeah. you are, you are time, time machine catfishing right now because yeah. you haven't looked like that in 10 years and we all know it. And you know it and you're lying.
1: <laughs> right, absolutely.
0: That's dope. Okay, so we definitely, I, I, would, I would definitely, if you wanted to redesign my dating profile right now, um, I definitely let you but you know I'm dating right now so I might not need a new oh, profile
1: right. you know, I was gonna say I, I totally do it but yes you are
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> finally and I, de- I finally you know kind of met someone who's on the same wavelength as me you know like my last relationship didn't really work out the way that I wanted it to and so I took a lot of time off to figure out what I wanted and who I was and where I was at in life and to grow as a person so I could be in the right state of mind for when I finally mess with one that I'm super interested in. And I mess with one I'm finally super interested in. I'm taking my time though, you know, just going with the flow, like not, yeah. not trying to put too much pressure on it. I'm just, you know, enjoying the ride for once. So yeah, so what we is- doing right now.
1: I feel like when you're able to do that and when you're doing it organically, it's when it actually matters because I feel like we've had, we've had very different dating, um, histories, but I feel like in a weird way that the same, but very different. If you get what I mean.
0: they definitely do feel like two sides of the same coin. I think our, our outlook on what dating should be like has been very similar. Um,
1: yeah, maybe our paths have been.
0: <laughs> yeah, the journey has been very different, but the yeah. destination has always been the same. Yes. For um, sure. I do remember this one time, early on in our friendship, where when Ray Donovan was still so popular, and we both like were watching oh, Ray I've Donovan. About that. Yeah. And so, for those who don't know, in the show Ray Donovan, the main character, he has a house in Calabasas with his wife and his family. It's beautiful. It's great. But when Ray's working, Ray has an apartment in downtown L.A. And if he needs (laughs) to spend a night in the apartment, that's where he'll be because he has work to do. Yeah. And I have always like just wanted that as an option. Like, you know, sometimes you might need to take a break. You know, we can't. Sometimes you might need that separation. And. I don't need you thinking that I was out here creeping because I got a hotel room. So there's an apartment in LA and I'm happy to share that with you. If you need to go to an apartment for a little while, sure. Do your thing but
1: yeah. The setup is Ray Donovan, but not doing the Ray Donovan things.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 100%. The setup is Ray Donovan, but the the actions are not Ray Donovan. Right. (laughs)
1: But no, I totally agree with you on that. It's like, you get to take that, like everybody needs to take a beat, right? Like you need some of your own personal time. And when you're dating Mm -hmm. somebody, you can do that. You're in different spaces. And then when you're living with someone, it's like, now I don't get to just have a moment to myself to just like take care of my mental health. Like I just need to step away. So Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. It's not like societal standards, of course, but that doesn't mean that that is wrong by any means.
0: I think you find like, I don't want to, I'm not going to say like this is the just, you know, a broad stroke, but when you don't get that time and space to like separate like that's when stupid decisions happen or like really terrible situations like have time to, you know, fester and grow is is not having that separation that space to like work through whatever it is you need to work through and that, that's not what i want in my relationship so like if my partner needs some time and some space like i'm not gonna fight them and make them stay i'm gonna be like yo go do what you have to do and yeah if you still want to be here then i'll be here like yeah so
1: yeah, because you need two healthy individuals anyway, right? Like you can't have one person really wanting you to just be there, and you're like, I need a break because right then that person is is it's almost it kind of reminds me of like say there's a relationship, and then you know how like I've I've known some people that are like this. They they think that now that you're in a relationship, it's like you can no longer find anyone attractive, right? I think we were actually talking right, about right. that when I came to LA. That it's like no, there's times where I'm like, oh, she's cute, like I don't care. My brother's yeah. like, you know, like I'm like, she's cute, huh? <laughs> like I don't care. Yeah. Because- you you you're allowed to think multiple people are attractive it's just like you're still prioritizing the attractiveness with that specific partner that you're with right but then some people have it in their head that like you can't be attracted to anybody else so i've known like i've known girls that'll they don't want their partner even they're like oh well he works with this pretty girl or like his neighbor is cute and it's like you can't control like the only way you're going to be happy is if this man never has any interaction with any other women in his life it's just not going to happen you know So once you can accept that, but realize like your attractiveness to each other is the priority right now, like you can like, let some of that go.
0: Yeah. And I think one of the important things to call out in those situations is by the sheer amount of attention and pressure you're putting on your partner to not, you know, live, look at other people or like, you're, you're literally just like pushing them towards it. You Treating it as if it's air, like, yeah, so he looked, he looked at that other person. Cool. I thought she was cool, too. Like, yeah. being a lot more aesthetic about it, it really, like, diffuses that situation. And
2: mm-hmm. I don't
0: know, I can't speak for everyone, but I know a lot of, like, my friends would be, like, they will respect that. Like, oh, she's not on my head about he or she is not on my head about, like, looking at other people. Like, right. she trusts me, so yeah like, why would i betray that trust but you know now you're putting out this energy as if he can't be trusted so at that point because
1: you're still a human right it's like you right. put you're just you're that's our human nature you're attracted to people it doesn't mean you're in a relationship now and it's like i like half my brain shuts off like that's just not mm-hmm. you can appreciate someone's beauty it's like it's like you're, they're not acting on it so like it's fine
0: <laughs> yeah most definitely yeah i agree i have one last thing okay that we can talk about to really like test our friendship Mm -hmm. and I want to know what is the thing that you most appreciate about me and I'll share with you the thing I most appreciate about you
1: most appreciate um actually there's one that comes to mind right away I think we have both we've known each other for a very long time, so we have mm-hmm. been around for some very like amazing moments and some very difficult moments. I would say that you and this is a testament to, to you because there's been um large parts of time where we didn't even live anywhere i mean now we don't even live near each other, but I feel mm-hmm. like a good like half of our friendship we haven't lived next to each other, and despite that, you're very good about like kind of get in the party going, you know what I mean? Like if we're next to each other and we go out, you're just quick to be like, okay, what are we doing? Like you can just get a party starting, kind of get like a good vibe. And then even if, you know, you're in San Francisco and I'm in LA and I'm going through something tough, like you're ready to get on the FaceTime. You're like, where's your drink? I'm pouring my drink. Like I remember us <laughs> sometimes getting on FaceTime during COVID and like, you could just get like, it t- it's a matter of seconds that you can make someone forget that they're in a bad place oh yeah that is that is like for me personally when I'm dealing with like anxiety or just like you know mental health stuff I want to stay busy because you don't want to be sitting in your own thoughts a lot of the time right so it's like you want to get busy and then it's quick that I could just I don't I usually won't I don't think I'll just text you and be like I'm not feeling great like I think I'll just randomly FaceTime you and I think unless you're like about to get on a plane or you're like in the middle of something very serious like you're gonna answer and just be like oh like, usually we give each other a heads up. So, you know, if I'm FaceTiming you out of nowhere or calling out of nowhere, like something's up. And
0: right. then you're like, yeah. oh, hold
1: up. Or even if you're in the middle of a meeting, let me call you back in 15 minutes and then you got a drink ready. Like you're already <laughs> ready to go. Like you already have a setup and your mind is already working.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Yes. Um, Everybody needs I a I think, yeah, yeah. I, I think I find it like really easy to do with you. And one of the things that I've noticed about you, like throughout our friendship is that you know every once in a while you'll you start to like have doubts um maybe about a move you've made or the decision you've made and really like all i ever do is just remind you like who you actually are because sometimes like it's like you forget like or you you suffer from the same sort of situation that i suffer from where you know we do all of these amazing things in life you know and from our perspective it doesn't feel amazing and maybe it's because you know no one no one really congratulated us when we were growing up or like celebrated our wins or our victories Mm -hmm. and that's all you ever need so like when you're feeling down like I just got to remind you about like how dope you are because like you're a dope person I don't have any friends that are dope um so (laughs) so yeah it's just me needing like being there when you need a reminder and I can I can feel it in your energy I can feel it in your spirit that you need that that pick me up so I'm always gonna give you that pick me up
1: yes you are you are an amazing hype man For sure. Yeah.
0: Thanks. I'm gonna add that to my resume. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) All right. I think it's my turn and it's really easy. Um, I The thing that I've always appreciated about you is when, when you designate that someone's your friend, like once that relationship is established, like it's not just that's not like some fair weather situation. Like you deeply care about your friends. And even when like they're not ready to accept help or they're not comfortable, or I'm talking about myself personally, when I'm not ready to accept help or I'm like, you know, depressed, like suffering in silence, the moment that you noticed, like you drop everything and you talk it out with me. You sometimes like yell at me cuz like it's it's a recurring thing and you're like, "Yo, I'm here, Spencer. I'm here." Like yeah. if you need anything, just like let me know. And so some of the the worst moments of my life, um I've always felt really comfortable just being able to come talk to you about it. And you know, like last year when uh, you know, my brother passed and I took a couple days to I hopped on a plane and I had to go to like another country and
2: yeah.
0: I was in Ireland and I was like, I need to call Anna and I got to tell her. Cause like, I just need the support and the love. And I got that. And it really helped me. Cause basically like I was going to have to come back from this trip and, and bury my brother, but you, you know, you were there for me in one of my darkest moments. So that's one of the things I always appreciate. You're always in my corner. You always got my back.
1: I want to cry. <laughs>
0: so okay you can cry that's healthy I learned that's healthy in therapy so yeah
1: um no I appreciate that I I feel like I I feel like we live in a world where you don't really it's really hard to know who's very genuine and who's not so I feel like I always want to make sure that comes across as like, oh, I really care about this person. And it's really hard. There's like a very fine line between like, hey, I'm here for you, but also not pushing the person to like open up before that they're they're ready. But I, you mm-hmm. also don't want to, you also don't want them to forget that you're there. You know what I mean? So I, when I say the whole, like just authentic, authenticity is more so like, hey, I'm letting you know that I'm here, but like just because I don't text you the next day and say that I'm not that I'm here doesn't mean that I'm not there. I just don't want to be all up in your grill, like, hey, I'm here, I'm 100%. here, I'm here. Because like that's another yeah, you're not thing. trying to
0: smother. Yeah.
1: Because then that's another thing you have to deal with. Like I don't want to then make that another burden you have to deal with is like, how do I tell her she's like she's smothering me? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um no, so I appreciate that because I don't, I don't, and I, but I also feel like we've known each other long enough where like you would say like, yo, like back up a little bit if I was doing that. Like, I, and, I, and I'd be like, okay, cool, because yeah it's not about my feelings and you like trying to tell me politely. It's just like, all right, cool. That's what you need. Let me back up. But then I kind of feel out how much time backing up to you means.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah. And I, that, that's the mark of a, of a healthy friendship is like that we're both okay with being you know, with being like that honest about a situation. Like if I was feeling smothered, like I, I would tell you like, yo, I just needed some space and it's not, I would never sound angry or upset about it. Like
1: mm-hmm. we just
0: know how to talk to each other at this point in our friendship that, you know, we don't take things the wrong way anymore.
1: Yeah. Um, I really appreciate that. I'm glad it's it's, I love when we can have these kind of conversations and be like, oh, this is what's so annoying about you. But then, oh, this is also what I appreciate about you. And it's like, just all flows like very smoothly. And um, I think that it's like what you said it makes for a healthy friendship. But I have loved having you on the podcast for episode 100. Again, I can't believe that it came. Like it's like I said, it's like I've been recording for two and a half years, but it also doesn't feel like I have put out 100 episodes worth of content. It's crazy. But I'd love for you to come back for 101 so we can wrap up this conversation and go over a few other things that I have on the agenda. What do you say?
0: Ooh, you ain't saying nothing slick to a can of oil. I'm down. I'm down to be back for 101. You, um, that, you this, learned that from
1: selling oil and vinegar?
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. No, I actually, I got that from Andre 3000.
1: <laughs> uh, okay.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, it's been in a it's been an amazing ride to watch you go from episode one to now episode 100 and i know you got another 100 episodes in the tank and the show's gonna keep going so i'm really glad to be here for i guess this is what you call this like a like a midterm check-in you know yeah. um yeah. <laughs> i have to make a couple more appearances but yeah i'll see you again in one-on-one everybody it's been a pleasure